Hey, I'm Alana Bonneman, naturopath and holistic nutritionist. This podcast is dedicated to reclaiming your health by harnessing yourself as your biggest asset. Get ready because this is where we stand up for your body's ability to heal, go against outdated norms and say yes to change. Creating true and lasting success all from the inside out. Thank you so much for being here. This is the Health After 30 podcast and let's get started. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode. Uh, In today's episode, I want to talk about how to navigate healthy eating in a highly processed world without having these feelings of guilt or shame or I'm eating the wrong thing. This became a massive topic for me once I had children. I kind of just assumed that eating healthy would come naturally and I have to admit I was one of those moms who didn't let their young infant eat sugar. With my first son I it was different with my second son but with my first son I I just abstained from it. I replaced it with fruit, with dried fruits, with honey, with you know maple syrup. So there were sweet foods there but it wasn't um, just the straight up sugar. I remember he, for his first birthday, we had a cake, but he, he wasn't interested in it. I didn't offer it to him and he didn't get a piece of his first birthday cake. And I remember having friends say, you didn't give your kid a piece of birthday cake. Like, bah, what's, what's wrong with you? And at the time I was like, well, is it really necessary for a child to have sugar? And, you know, I had all my reasons for why it wasn't. But that being said, I perhaps did that too long. And when he got older and he started having his own independent um, opinions and choices of the foods he wants, I quickly saw that he really, really enjoyed sugar. And so then it was, yeah, project how to project how to navigate healthy eating in a highly processed world. That that became a really big, uh, a really big theme for me, as I said. And I remember thinking, surely it shouldn't be so hard to be able to, you know, if I'm at home and I'm cooking and I'm modeling healthy eating and healthy behaviors, although maybe this wasn't a healthy behavior at the time, not giving him sugar, you know, this didn't cause a good relationship with food. But I was thinking if I did this, surely it would be enough. But as I started to research and get into it, I realized, you know, I'm fighting, I'm fighting an uphill battle here. I have sales and marketing of all different sorts of foods and drinks, you know, soft drinks or candies or chips and this and that, fast foods. I've got all of this fighting against me. We have surround marketing outside our homes. So it really came down to how can we or how can I teach my child how to eat well, even though they're going to be put into the real world and they're going to have you know, they're going to be tempted by all these things. So in my research of finding all of this, I found a wonderful book called It's Not About the Broccoli by Dina Ross. Um, it was, it's so delightful to read. And as the, as the um, title implies, it's not about the broccoli. It's not about how much broccoli they eat or how many good foods they eat. This doesn't necessarily teach them to eat well, it's about er- like accepting everything else and putting it into certain certain ways and how we eat it. 
And once I read this, I changed the way in which I um, started doing things at home and I, and, and it changed the way that I did things. And it now in our home, all foods are accepted and in which way we eat them is how we go about it. And it's creating healthy habits and healthy balance. So I want to share with you the three things um, that it kind of all comes down to when, when teaching, you know, when teaching your kids, but also we can really relate this to ourselves as well, um, how to have healthy habits and enjoy foods, all foods, without having feelings of guilt or shame or, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm eating the wrong thing. I'm eating the wrong thing and therefore I'm bad. You know, bah, that's, that's nonsense. Although it's a massive thing, right? Don't get me wrong. Okay, so it gets broken down into three, three different steps, I guess, in how we eat food and the way that we do it. The first one is proportion. So this is eating one food more than another type. So, you know, when we look at foods, I, I don't want to call it good or bad food or healthy food or junk food because this kind of puts labels on foods. And once we do that, there is already these stories we tell ourselves, oh, like you know, a burger is junk food, junk food's unhealthy, therefore it's bad. Um, it's not about it's not about that. It's about just knowing that there are whole fresh foods that we can eat or, you know, just vegetables, fruits, whole grains, foods that don't necessarily come in a prepackaged form, f foods that don't have ingredients lists. I don't think I need to explain really what a fruit and a vegetable is, but you, you know what I mean? A whole, a whole food that comes from a tree or that comes from a plant, um, you know, that comes from an animal. Like this is a, you know, a whole food. This is what we want to be eating more than we are eating highly processed foods, foods with long ingredients lists, foods which are having um, added colors or added ingredients and stuff like that. So this is proportion. Just opting, it's simple, opting for fresh whole foods more than you do the other. So this is not to say that you do not enjoy the, the foods which are highly processed. It's just that you're enjoying the whole foods more. So on a plate, you can have both foods. You know, you can have your, oh, I don't know, whatever, like your vegetables and your protein in, in a salad. And then you can also have a muffin on the side of that. Fine, we love that, that's fine. We just have more of one food than you do the other. So the first thing is proportion. The second thing is variety. When you are eating these whole fresh foods, and when I say fresh, I mean, they can also be, you know, they can also be cooked and you can also buy these foods frozen and stuff like that. I'm just saying whole foods. When you eat these whole foods more than you do the highly processed foods, make sure that you're having variety. For me, variety means that I'm having something different every day. This is not only good for the um, palate and it will also be good if you're, if you have someone who's like a picky eater as well, but just, you know, trying to get those different tastes in different ways and the second thing to this is when you have variety in your diet and especially when you have variety in fruits and vegetables and grains or legumes you are then creating variety in your gut microbiome and this is one of the best and simplest ways that we can nourish 
our guts. So having variety in the diet, a simple rule I like to follow, if you've eaten it today, don't eat it tomorrow. And just by using that simple rule, you will naturally create diversity in your diet. And the third thing that comes into this is moderation. How much of these foods are we eating? We live in a very abundant world. If you listen to this podcast and you probably are living in a place where food is at your fingertips, where you can go out and buy whatever you want. Or if you're in a city, like I'm in Berlin right now, and I can literally use an app to get something delivered in 15 minutes. I don't even need to leave my house. It is. They make it easy for us to just eat what we want, how we want, when we want. Um, so when we are doing that, but in proportion and also with variety, we need to think about moderation. And the easiest way to do this is to just think, eat when you're hungry and stop when you're full. There's also really wonderful studies of, um, I wish I could show you an image. Maybe I can try and link it in the show notes or something of, um, a study which was done with two monkeys they were siblings and they were in captivity and one was given food, um, given food in its little, what do you call it, shelter, I don't know, you know, cage. Oh, sounds terrible. But it was given food to eat as much as it want, whenever it wanted. And then the other one was only given a selected type of diet, which um, which had whole foods and was only given like 70% of its quota of how much it needed to eat. And the stark difference in these two monkeys is it's phenomenal. Like one of them, like the one that's had eaten 70% less has clear vision. It has thick hair. Its skin is tighter. When I say clear vision, like its eyes, it just, it looks at you direct in the mirror. It has full, full hair and good posture. And the other one, which could eat whenever it wanted to, it was, it, it gazed off into the distance. Its skin sagged. Its hair was falling out. Its posture was limp. And you can just see this difference and because we can eat whenever we want it doesn't mean we have to eat whenever we want just think about eat when you're hungry and don't eat when you're not stopping stopping when you're full there will always be another meal coming if you're hungry you know so i'm not saying to starve yourself in any way and i'm not saying to not follow intuition but if you want to eat eat and then when you're done stop eating um and by pulling these all together proportion variety and moderation of of eating you will be able to just naturally select healthier options while still enjoying everything else that you that, that that's on offer you know this is not taking out any any other foods this is still all including all sorts of foods that you like to eat and then just keeping the idea of like you know changing it up a bit and also eating more of one type than the other and you might be thinking, surely this is not enough. Like, surely it can't be that simple. But it is. These are the three simple things that you can do to live in a modern world with this overwhelm of processed foods while still enjoying the foods that you like to eat while maintaining healthy habits. And through doing this, you will feel that you're making the healthier option you won't have this guilt and by having these simple shifts over like having these simple habit habitual shifts over a long period of time it's just it's going to set your life up for longevity and health long term which is something that 
yeah, it just doesn't come necessarily easy these days. So I hope you gained something from this uh, episode. I'll catch you next time. It's no secret that your nutrition is a cornerstone to your health. But I believe having optimal nutrition goes beyond just what you eat. And rather, it starts with understanding your body's needs and how to meet them nutritionally. But this means unlearning most things you've been taught your entire life about what it really means to eat well. Which is why I've created a new training, which takes you through the first stages of how to get the most out of your nutrition without changing what you eat. I want to show you how to think, act and behave confident in your nutritional choices so you can step into the vision you have for your health and life. And the best thing about this is it's yours absolutely free. Head over to alanabonneman.com forward slash holistic dash hacks and you can get started right now. Thank you so much for being here. Be well and I'll catch you next time.